0: Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. Welcome to CBS Audio's Eye
1: on Veterans. I'm your host, Phil Briggs. I'm a Navy veteran, and every week I get a chance to look at the issues of the day through the eyes of my fellow military vets. My goal every week is simple, bring you something informative and something that will inspire the hell out of you. This is the news and stories about the veteran lifestyle. This is Eye on Veterans. All right, we're going to start the show off this week with one of the biggest national stories, and that was the weather in Texas and how the weather caused massive power outages, leaving people in a lurch, no power, no water. I mean, just hell to pay down there in Southern Texas where they're not used to this kind of cold weather usually. And uh, I found a story of an Army veteran who, talk about hell to pay, received a power bill after a power outage that was just obscene. And here to share the whole story with it is Army veteran Scott Willoughby from the great state of Texas. Scott, welcome. Thank you. Appreciate you having me on. Real quick, Scott, before we get started, tell me a little bit about your service background. When were you in and what'd you do? I was uh, active
2: duty from 75 to 79, and then another six years in the reserves. I was um, 82nd Airborne Division uh, and 8th Infantry Division um, in uh, active duty, and then I spent six years with the 12th Special Forces Group uh, in reserves.
1: Amen to that. Thank you very much. And do you still sign your letters all the way? Um, no, <laughs>
2: <laughs> haven't done that for quite a while, but, uh, uh, I still would, when, whenever I see uh, somebody with an 82nd sticker on, on their truck or at the VA with
1: a hat, I'll, I'll say, uh, airborne. Nice. <laughs> That's good stuff, sir. Tell me about living down there in Texas. Um, obviously you guys have kind of a different energy grid going on. You guys are independent. I know Texas arguably could be its own country several times over you guys are quite proud of that (laughs) but uh share with me how the heck it works man because i just take it for granted here where i live outside dc that i have power what is the deal with the power grid and and the company that you get your power from well
2: so normally it's not an issue and and you don't know anything about um it being any different than any other place um it's deregulated which means that instead of um your main power company um, being the only provider, there's literally hundreds of small companies that um, purchase their power from that main company, which is uh, TXU or um, Encore, one of the you know the main suppliers. And then they resell it, and they can either do it one of three ways. They can do it on a fixed-price plan, an index plan, or a variable plan. And um, really, like I said, most Texans don't even realize that there's any difference most of the time. I've been with a company for 16 years that was a co-op, but I built a new house in November and moved in and had the opportunity to switch. And I just happened to hear a a commercial on, on the radio saying, switch to Gritty and save hundreds on your electricity. And I thought, hey, that sounds good. I'll check it out. Mm. Turns out my brother, turns out my brother, who's also an army vet, um, had gritty and had it for the last year, and was real happy with the the service and the bills. And he gave me a referral code where he got a fifty dollar savings and I got a fifty dollar savings. Um, so I signed up with him. Nowhere in the in the signup process was there any type of disclaimers that hey, you know you could really get hit with $20,000 electric bill. Uh, It was all, Hey, sign up with us and save money. Mm. And the first couple of, first couple of months I did, I saved like 120 and 140 uh, over the normal bill. But when the storm hit, they started sending out emails and text messages to all their customers saying, Hey, you better switch to a fixed provider Uh, quickly because energy prices are going to get real crazy the next week
1: wow okay so it sounds kind of unique but maybe that's you know again part of the independent nature of texas um citizens there can choose from dozens of different power providers much the same way we might choose in my neighborhood from you know five different grocery stores i mean you just pick one take me now through what had happened here uh since this cold weather snap started. Uh, the story I saw on NBC News showed you there outside your house with a reporter and damn it if your bill wasn't you know close to $20,000. share with me kind of chronologically what happened starting with the cold weather.
2: Well like I say on the, the day before it hit, which was I believe the 12th, um, uh, we got emails and texts from them saying try and try and switch that it's going to get crazy.
1: They, they wanted you to switch to a different company or wanted you to switch to one of their plans?
2: No, they wanted you. They told you to switch to a different company. They, <laughs> I mean, their, their, their email basically said, we value our customers' uh, financial health more than we do having them as a customer. You need to switch because the only plan they offered was the index rate, which is tied directly to the wholesale market, which changes every five minutes. They pass that cost directly on to us and charge us a a $10 a month membership fee is how they make their money. Um, So they were saying, hey, go find somebody that has a fixed rate plan. And, um, you know, when it's all said and done, come back, come back to us.
1: So in addition to preparing for the storm, a Texan now has to be concerned with, you know, go to the grocery store, get milk, toilet, paper, everything you need and find a power provider.
0: What
2: a- exactly. Damn. I have I had no experience with this whatsoever, having been in the same company for 16 years. But um, so anyway, they even provided you with a, a link to go out and, and check other uh, other fixed rate power companies. And um, the problem was is that all those other power companies knew that the price they paid was going to skyrocket for the next week to ten days. And they weren't anxious to take on new customers with their fixed price plan, um, so they put a 7- to 10-day waiting period for transferring. Um, so the next day, my, the way it works is you give them a bank account or a credit card, and you pick a number that you want to prepay. Mine was $200 because that was about what I use in an average month. So, every time my power uh, account got down to less than $25, they would put another $200 on my credit card. So, on the 12th, I noticed that they hit me with a $200 charge, and um, I thought, well, okay, not a big deal. But then the next day, they did it three more times. The next day, they did it five more times, and then I started looking at my bill, and it was... $682 $682 for a day. Then it went to 895 for a day. And on the 15th, it skyrocketed to $3,002. And now I'm really starting to worry because I'm thinking, good God, this could be a $30,000 bill before I get out of here. Uh, the next day it went to $3,508 and then to 2589 then 2732 And my last and final bill from them was uh, $2,416. And then I was able to get switched over to a fixed rate plan. But when it was all said and done, my bill was $16,847.35. Damn.
1: And then you said your brother, who was satisfied with this index plan, also with the company. What was his bill?
2: It's right now. It's just a little over seven thousand. He's got a, a little smaller house, and it's just him. So,
1: wow. Now, on top of all of this, at any time, did you lose power, or were you one of the lucky ones that were able to keep power through this whole thing?
2: <clears throat> well, I jokingly say, what power company in their right mind would turn it off when they're charging me nine thousand dollars a kilowatt hour? But no, I was fortunate. We did not lose
1: power. Mm. Yeah, and uh, the joke remains, though, right? I mean, if you're getting that much money from you, and they're taking it. It's not even like they're asking you to pay it and hoping the check comes in. They're damn debiting your account or, you know, your credit card. Yeah. Well that's a son of a bitch. All right. So now we got a $16,000 bill. Your brother's got $7,000 bills. I mean, we're looking at over $20,000 in bills here. You guys were able to get out from underneath this company and get into a fixed rate plan, but these bills have left you guys, you know, really in a hole. And I noticed you have a GoFundMe account up and it looks like folks are chipping in. Um tell me about that.
2: I was just absolutely have been Amazed at the generosity of total strangers. I think out of the ninety or so people that have donated, I knew personally two of them. Um, one gentleman donated five thousand. A couple of people have donated a thousand. Um, there's been a lot of five and ten and twenty dollar ones too. But uh, just a total stranger that you don't know, and you go online and do that. It just—it's amazing the generosity and and compassion that. Uh, the American, and not just the American people. Um, I did a radio, uh, actually a Zoom interview for two French TVs, three Canadian and the uh, one in the UK and one in the European Union. And I've had several donations come through from, from overseas as well.
1: There's a little shelter there from the storm. And uh, that sounds good. I was just checking this morning and it looks like uh, you know out of the potential money that you could raise to reach your goal, you're at 12,000 and some. So still got a little ways to go before we can totally get you out of the hole, but it looks like you've generated about 12,000 so far and uh, you know need a little bit closer to 20,000 to you know make you guys square and whole. Yeah. Uh, It'll
2: be right at 20, right at 25,000 is is what we need to 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 uh to break even, and uh, I'm very, very hopeful that the Texas legislature is going to pass some type of, of a bill that uh, um, helps all of us. Um, it, it's just devastating to um, to most people that don't have any savings that, you know, we're talking taking food off the table for their children, uh, car payments, rent payments, house payments, that they have no way of making So I'm, I'm really hoping, and one of the reasons I'm doing all these interviews is to bring attention to the plight, and um, fortunately, I got a call yesterday from um, a U.S. congressman and a state congressman, um, and it looks like I'm possibly going to be going to Austin to do testify before the legislature there, so hoping to ha- get some relief for all these
1: people. Mm, look at that. You went from uh, victim to advocate. and. <laughs> like overnight. Yeah. Man. That's awesome. Um that's kind of what I wanted to talk about. Uh just what you see in the future. What do you think needs to happen? Because I understand this from all my Texas buddies down there. Um philosophically speaking, I know a good Texan is really independent. Doesn't like the oversight of the government for a whole hell of a lot. Um doesn't need a lot of things because they tend to take care of their own. But when it comes to the energy system, when it comes to companies that are, you know, really just recklessly robbing people just, just over this sort of um, deregulated system. Is it fair to say that you'd like to see more regulation and you'd like to prohibit how much companies can charge?
2: Well, first of all, um, I think it's a misconception that the energy companies are, uh, at least on the electric companies, are price gouging or doing anything unscrupulous Um, all gritty does is pass on the wholesale cost that it pays to its members and charges them a ten dollar a month membership fee so the the utility company's not to blame here as far as the amount of money change the charge that's the the public utility commission uh, of an organization called ERCOT. e-r-c-o-t which is a non-profit 5014C company that's basically in charge of our power grid, which that needs to be changed. Um, As far as am I in favor of regulation, Um, no, I'm not in favor of regulation. However, I do think that these companies have to um, have some type of a big, big disclaimer where they inform the public or the, the customer before they sign up that this type of a situation could happen. Um, it's all well and good to say that it's tied to the uh, wholesale price and it can go up and it can fluctuate up and down, but nobody in their right mind would ever think that you could pay $900 an hour, a kilowatt hour for electric when it's normally somewhere between eight and 10 cents. Um
1: mm. That's fascinating, Scott, because you're almost like defending the power companies for just using the index system. Fair enough, because that's really what they're doing, but yet saying you need more of an information campaign. People need to be aware because there's folks, unlike yourself, that maybe don't understand or didn't read thoroughly enough through to even understand what an index system is. Some folks just signing up thinking, wow, this is the cheapest plan I can find. That one's for me. Exactly. Unaware. Exactly. Mm.
2: You know, there, there's there's a whole lot of other
1: political type
2: factors at play here. For example, the governor um, Governor Abbott requested uh, through ERCOT um, to the Department of Energy that they be allowed to generate more electric on non-green energy, the wind and solar. Um, the Department of Energy has environmental um, acts in place that says that you can only get x amount of percentage of, of your electricity from you know coal or gas or oil or um, non-green energy and knowing that we were going to be in a shortage for this storm governor abbott requested like i said that those those um, numbers be relaxed And the Department of Energy, in their order number 202-21-1, said, okay, Texas, you can produce more non-green energy, but for every kilowatt hour that's produced, you have to charge $1,500. Now, ERCOT has already set a limit of $900, which is absolutely outrageous to start with. And then the Department of Energy almost doubles it to $1,500 and said, you must charge that for that extra energy that's produced. So um, it, it just it gets more ridiculous and more ridiculous the, the farther you dig into it.
1: Wow. So they were and, trying to disincentivize using fossil fuels and those types of energy means, well, and they were trying well, to encourage the use of alternative energy, but by doing so, they ended up, throwing that cost no, right at the customer no,
2: no. not encouraged they've mandated when when obama was first elected um and he went on a war against coal texas had about 130 very clean efficient coal power generation plants and over 100 of them were shut down during the obama administration because of his epa and department of energy mandates and they, they remain that way today um this, this wasn't, um, uh, this was punitive. It was totally punitive. There's, at $1,500 uh, a megawatt hour, that's 10,000 times more than what normal energy should cost.
1: And again, it kind of supports that Texan philosophy that if the government just stayed the hell out of their business or didn't get involved in over-regulating, we might oh. not have had situations like this
2: not might there's no we provide 34% of the energy to the whole country we have more than enough energy to take care of that little 7 day storm but we're not allowed to use it we have to you know we have to rely on on solar and and wind power when we have you know huge huge reserves of of natural gas and oil that and, and coal that if if those if those hundred plus coal plants were operating, we'd be excess energy.
1: Well, I appreciate you sharing not only your perspective but your experience. I can only hope that we can help with uh, sharing your GoFundMe out. I know I'll share that out on Twitter as well as in this interview here. And uh, for people that want more information, they can uh, you know look up Scott Willoughby if you don't mind me <laughs> requesting people Google you. But uh, Scott, I really do appreciate your time, sir. Thank you very
2: much for having me on. So appreciate it. Thanks for helping get the word out.
0: Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Ion Veterans ad free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey.
3: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Catch every episode of 60 Minutes, America's most watched news magazine show, as a podcast. Hear in-depth investigations across politics, news, and entertainment on your schedule. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus.